I hereby introduce to you Mr. Michael Vesey. So let's let's broaden things out for the last few minutes. Um, sure. So Shane, what do you see coming down the pipe for um, Amazon sellers in 2017? And I mean, specifically FBA, mostly private label, because that's what we focus on. And what, how does that interact with the whole kind of profit and loss and metric setting and measurement side of things? Yeah. Um, one big thing I'm starting to see is that obviously products are becoming more and more competitive. Uh, you're going to, if you go and look at garlic presses now, you know, there's two dozen more than there were last week. And so naturally the space is becoming more and more congested, I guess you might say. So people need to find a way to make an edge. And what I'm seeing is that people are trying to find ways to like truly create something original or give some original variety to their product. And I think this is exciting. Um, so maybe they're taking the garlic press and outside of just changing the color, they're making a garlic press that also works with onions. And now all of a sudden they've got the only product on the market. And despite the fact that it's a little bit harder to evaluate demand before going in on, there's a little bit more confidence in the fact that they've got this original product that might be able to stand the test of time. So I talked with a lady um, just last week, and I won't, of course, share her specific product information, but what she was able to do was basically clue in on a market that was blowing up, you know, one of these enormous categories, like let's just think yoga mats, although it was not yoga mats, let's think yoga mats. And she was able to take and see like out of the larger high level view, okay, what do yoga mats have that everybody's interested in? And then find a way to twist the product a little bit, improve the product a bit, and really become the very first seller of her type in that domain. And now she's doing over $100,000 in gross margin in the last six months. So I only talk in, in terms of profitability. So she's taking home $100,000. This was a, a single mother of two and managed to do this just by looking at, from a high level, the products that was doing best and finding a way to, to really improve it and become the only one in her space who was selling that specific type of product. So that's pretty cool. Um, in, in the way that it kind of relates to the profit analytics side of the house, um, it's going to be a bit more challenging initially to, to generate sales for those kinds of products because it might not be the very first thing that people are searching for. But with good pay-per-click campaigns and after giving some products away, I think that what I'm seeing now is that there's like a shift and a lot of those yoga mat buyers are going to see or reflect um, really highly on products that are similar to the yoga mat but not the yoga mat. And they're kind of getting pulled into the fold and catching a lot of that demand for the yoga mat. And they're not having the same levels of competition and they're soaring. These types of sellers are really taking off. So I don't know if that's kind of unique to the way that uh, some people have been thinking about the private label space lately. But in terms of it being more competitive, you've got to find more unique ways to differentiate your product. That's good. That's a nice little story that encapsulates, you know, again, the, the fact that this stuff is real financial payoff for what can as you say feel a bit scary to take the time and effort to differentiate something when of course it is harder to evaluate demand because the the, the classical yeah. training for any amazon seller is go and find demand for something and then don't make the risk of being imaginative in any way shape or form but of course now things have got so competitive that uh, ironically the riskiest thing to do is to exactly copy what somebody else 
and exactly. I love what you're saying. You basically copy, but with a sort of more imagination. Like you know, if you if you're going to create um, you know, a profit and loss measuring uh, software, you look at okay, what do people actually really need? And you talk to people and find out what it is they actually really really need, rather than what you imagine they need and what everyone else is doing. And then you go and deliver that thing, which may be a little bit different from everyone else. And yeah, it's that differentiation thing that ultimately means. Yeah. And prize your product, not products B, C, D, and E, which just look the same, right? Right, right. So there's that original manufacturing side of the house. And, and, and on the profit side, I mean, we just see much higher margins from the profit analytics perspective for those new types of products than uh, the kinds of products that are just kind of knockoff copycatters. And then, and then the other big one, Michael, that I'm seeing, and, and you might be able to speak to this um, more so to the, to the British audience, is that, man, expansion worldwide, it's happening. And it's really cool. So that's one reason that in Fetcher, like the biggest project we've been working on in the last few months is getting, uh, getting the ability to support every international marketplace. And so now all the Europeans can use Fetcher and they can also add in as many accounts as you possibly want to attract if you're selling in each one of the European marketplaces. But it's a big, it's a big shift now. A lot of the Americans are coming to Europe. A lot of the Europeans are going to the United States to sell. Um, and there's just more kind of cross-pollination of marketplaces. Yeah, well, I certainly sell in uh, both Europe and the US, and I have for quite a while. And um, yeah, there are there are up and downsides to both, but I certainly think, um, if nothing else, from the currency point of view, I mean, Brexit and then Trump being elected were the two big political events last year that just remind you that geopolitics has a direct impact on business. So if I were just right. selling in the UK, for example, my pounds would be worth something like 20% less in dollars and I buy from China and they want it's pegged to the dollar and they want dollars than they were pre-Brexit. So that's just one example of the fact that you really have to have diversification, in my view, across different currencies um, and, uh, you know, to, to spread your bets because you just cannot actually foresee the future. You know, just because something works now doesn't guarantee it'll work for the future. But if you're spread right. across various wealthy consumer nations like Germany, UK and uh, America, are the classic ones at the moment, then, yeah, it makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. And of course, you can take the same um, supplier and supply chain and just redirect it to a different continent. And that's exactly. what I've done. And it's very easy to do. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that it was fairly easy for you to get started in that area. I agree. Diversification. You, you, you can't, um, and investors speak about it until they're blue in the face. And, and as you mentioned, Trump, you know, a lot of people in the United States are concerned about imports. If there's going to be additional taxes levied on imported products that we're making in China, uh, if, if you're hedging your bets and also selling in Germany and the United Kingdom, it would help a lot. I would agree with that. I mean, it's a bit tricky for Americans coming to the UK and, and Germany, generally Europe, because, of course, VAT is a bit of a tricky area. I mean, that's an area I've just started recently working with a couple of US sellers. It may be a service I sort of roll out. But I mean, if you are a US based seller considering selling in Europe, then, well, you can drop me a, an email and we can have a chat about that if it happens to be relevant for you. I know a lot of the listeners are US based. Um, but Shane, it's... Uh, been fantastic talking to you. You've got a very, very clear-minded, simple, yet obviously based on a lot of data. You've got a very simple way of putting things, which ties in with my experience so far of using Fetcher. I've only sort of played with it. I need to dive, dive in there and, and have a, a better dig around. But that kind of clarity um, around numbers is very, very helpful and very reassuring. And um, you've given us some really brilliant things to think about today, some of which are as soon as you said them, they're obvious, but they weren't before, which I always think is is a great sign of uh, what we need to be hearing. You know, it's, it's obvious after the fact. So, Shane, thank you so much for all your help. 
Um, in terms of how people are going to reach you and get more information from you, what I'm going to do, I think it's going to be easiest to set up um, a special page on the blog for you. So it's going to be mm -hmm. amazingfba.com forward slash Shane, S-H-A-N-E, unless I've misspelled it. Great. And um, then basically we'll put any resources there that are relevant to you. We'll give people a chance to sign up for any um, updates on Fetcherasm and when you deal with you know the reimbursement side of things and so forth. Mm -hmm and uh, any uh, resources that you want to pass on to any listeners there as well. Well, wonderful, Michael. I, I really do hope that this is a subject that doesn't give people too much of a headache. You know, the idea is that, yes, it's a complicated world, but there are solutions out there that are going to try to make it a lot easier for you. Fetcher is one of them. Uh, there's no reason to have a total headache about this stuff overnight. Know your profits, whether you're going and calculating it yourself or whether you're getting it from Fetcher done for you. you got to know your profits before you can make good decisions for your business. So thanks a lot Absolutely. for having me, Michael. Yeah, well, it's been a great pleasure, Shane. Thank you very, very much for helping us navigate, as you say, a really crucial area, but one that can give people headaches, but with a, a really lovely, clear mind uh, and clear way of putting things. So it's been great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Take care, guys.